Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 746. And today we're going to dive into the city of Jinky 49, which is rebirth. And as we've been talking with this Jinky, this is the one of the two Jinkies within the ring of the whirlwind, the codon ring of basically awakening of consciousness. The 55th, we have internal personal awakening, and the 49th is collective awakening, right? The programming partner of Jinky 49 is programming partner number, uh, Jinky number four. But this uh, ring of the whirlwind, these two Jinkies together are ushering the manifestation of rebirth, the freedom of rebirth, the rebirth of freedom. So we're talking about the ending of the Kali Yuga, the ending of the 26,000 year cycle of these um, dark ages. And it's a cycle again, right? We were talking about spiral revolution on the jinky, right? Because we have the gift of revolution on this jinky. And it is not a loop, right? Because revolution literally means a cycle. But it is a spiral revolution. And as we go into this city of rebirth, that is what the spiral revolution is. Rebirth is that growth into another higher octave echelon. Um, now, when we were to look at this jinky from a human perspective, if we were looking at the gift of revolution from a human perspective, we would be looking at a cycle. Because ultimately that's what it's going to do. Yes, there's going to be a changes thing. It's going to be an uprising. But it's all going to come back to the same thing or relatively the same thing. Without that higher octave movement of the spiral, there is no change. There is no evolution. So, and this is something very interesting because uh, as we dive into what Richard Brod is talking about, this jinky, he mentions the, the Cro-Magnon and the Neanderthal, right? And how there was a, a change where one of these two hominids pervade, pervaded and the other one doesn't. But he doesn't take into the consideration the insane genetic change that happened from one of those hominids into the Homo sapiens. It's um, impossible. It's impossible in terms of linear genetic, um, physical evolution for that for the Homo sapiens to exist um, fr from from a linear evolutionary point. There was one of two things. Uh, uh, magic. <laughs> magic just happened. You know, divine something. Or uh, intervention. And genetic intervention from, um, you know, whoever knows how to, you know, operate genetics. And um, we're talking about extraterrestrial races in this case. Um, that is... According to most people, what we're really like, when would you really dig deep? That's what happened here. Somebody put the genetic scalpel into um, into that um, Cro-Magnon and the Neanderthal ended up just disappearing, which a lot of people call this the Bigfoot. And, and they exist in a parallel universe. 
And, and and this is fun stuff to talk about. Remember, all of this stuff, we're just observing, contemplating possibilities here. Nothing is set on stone. The moment you say, this is the truth, that's the moment you're fucking wrong. Because <laughs> the truth is personal, will always be personal. There is no such thing as the truth. It doesn't exist. The truth needs to be your own experience. And... Um, so the more, whenever you hear this is the truth, this is wisdom, you know you're listening. Um, you're listening to people that don't fully understand and that they are being deceived by their own um, head trips. You know, you get to a point when you start downloading directly from the source and it is the truth for you because you are experiencing it. But the moment you say this is the truth for another, that moment you have missed it. You have missed it because it can't be. It's it, it cannot. You cannot achieve the next layer of evolution by um, by convincing others that what you what you have going on is true, because it means that you don't know what it is. The next level of evolution, and this is very interesting because we're going to be talking about collectivism here with this jinky, uh, literally rebirth. As we talk in the, uh, with this ring of the whirlwind, we're talking about collective uh, awareness, collective evolution, collective as ascension, if you will. And not ascension, because ascension is a whole other level once we have manifested the homo sanctus, right? But more like Christ consciousness, collective awakening, collective awakening. That, that's probably the best word to say it. Best uh, couple of words, uh, you know, um, term to use, right? And, uh, but we're talking about how collective awakening manifests. And this is the most important thing to realize in order for for you to recognize another. Because this is where collective um, community begins right the recognition of another you have to know yourself and what i mean by that is your own unique self-expression when we're because otherwise this shit turns into communism this is the trap the trap of from ignorance and the trap that we as as humans because of the personality throughout generations and generations we keep falling into because we forget, we forget, <laughs> not only, not only we forget, some people forget and some, some other people use the forgetfulness of the others to enslave them. And it's the same game of the third seal, tyrant victim happened, but now it has a facade, it has a mask, it has to say, oh, we are, we are collective revolution, blah, 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 blah. No, you're not. You're the same fucking bullshit with another face. And so we need to be incredibly conscious. And that is, this is the awakening. That is, the individual awakening happens when we're going to get into this 55th jinky. Talking about that individual awakening. And we're being talking about individual awakening through every jinky. It's just a different angle of perspective. But in order for a collective thing to manifest, the individual needs to manifest. You cannot be a true evolutionary collective. We're talking about this spiral revolution into a next layer of reality. We're talking about rebirth here, the rebirth of a civilization, right? Exactly the same thing we're talking about here. 
all the time. That cannot happen without the individual self-expression awakening. The moment you realize that you are joy in your heart, that you do not need people to like you in order for you to thrive, in order for you to express the divinity that you that has that is within you, in order for you to be that channel of the divine light of creation, that because you become the individual self-expression, the divine light of creation flows through you into the world. Because of that, there is the link, the heart link to another heart, the, the electromagnetic connection that builds the collective. It's I always I keep saying the same thing, you know, it's like the future isn't about building shit. Systems or communities or nonprofits or businesses or, or, you know, collectives, you know, or people getting together. None of that shit. The future is about becoming the vibration of awakening. And from that place, listening to the natural inner drive, the singing of the heart and following that inner drive organically because it brings you joy. And then whatever you do, every step you take, <laughs> the flowers will bloom at whenever you step. Wherever you go, you'll bring joy and laughter and love and unity and community, proper community. And that is how this collective awakening happens. Because the individual respected the individual and there was a unique self-expression. It wasn't about building the collective, right? And it's incredibly important. It might sound like, well, you know, you could do that or that, you know, the chicken or the egg first, you know. But no, this is the way. Otherwise, if you try the other way, you end up with com communism and socialism and communism and fascism. Because the people that are starting to give the orders... Don't get their shit together. And the people who start following the orders don't get their shit together. And so you got a hamburger of, of a sandwich of, of, of half-baked cookies, <laughs> you know, that are, that are the darn cookie, you know, and the whole thing it becomes, you know, a hippie commune cult. You know, I mean, that, and, and when I mean hippie commune cult, I'm talking about, you know, the fucking... You know, political parties all over the world. Hippie commune cult, you know, we're talking about fucking the education system. Hippie commune cult, I talk about fucking like, you know, corporate world. They're all fucking hippie commune cults. Why? Because there's no individual. It's a collective of morons getting together. I, mean, I really mean that from the personality, not from the soul. Remember, we are the person. We are the, the observer. We are the soul forever. Pure love. And then there's the fucking personality that gets and spews shit all over the place. Because we are not aware of the personality, the personality runs the show. And then we end up creating gibberish. So we're going to talk about this rebirth today. What is the rebirth of a new civilization at a genetic level? How does it happen? And it's the same thing we talk about every every day with every every jinky. We're just going at it in a different, different, a slightly different angle.
But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. When you're there, you can listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. There's another link on that page that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That is the map that we're using to uh, study these jinkies, right? We got to start somewhere because each jinky is super profound. These are the building archetypes, basic archetypes, building blocks of reality. Everything is built on consciousness. Everything physical comes from consciousness. If you can understand consciousness and how consciousness interacts with itself and weaves patterns recognizable and fractal patterns of reality that unfold and eventually literally manifest reality, physical reality, and the way in which we all interact with each other, with ourselves and with each other. If we can understand that, then we stop being fucking lost here like a lost pixel in the middle of the computer. Ah! I don't know what I am here. I'm lost and I'm afraid and I'm in pain and I want hugs. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with hugs, but what I'm saying is this is what we are here when we don't have knowledge. And I mean knowledge in the term of manifested experience, truth, right? Because otherwise it's data, it's information. And there's a thing that Richard Rowe has a different definition for that. He defines knowledge as data and information. I mean completely something different. When I mean knowledge, I mean electromagnetic, vibrational, embodied truth that you have lived, that you fucking know. Nobody comes and tells you nothing because you fucking know. That is truth. That is knowledge. That is what I'm talking about. Without knowledge, we have, we are lost here. We are babies just, you know, you know, looking for saviors. And, and, and this is, a, this is the jungle here. You, you got, you're innocent. You're going to get raped. And this is what happens in the fucking world. Unless you get your shit together, you're going to get raped. You're going to get murdered. And I literally mean that. And I philosophically and psychologically mean that. And what it is, you know, living in a world of lies, you know, ruled by psychopaths that are the consequence of our our own unconscious unconsciousness manifested in the mainstream, you know, world level that run communistic and fascistic, you know, communes, right? And I'm talking about layers of reality. I'm talking about the educational system, pharmaceutical system, the work system, the way that banking and finances work at a world level. All of these are fucking cults made and, and ruled and, and sustained by people that are cogs in the machine that have not awakened themselves to their true unique self-expression. Because when you awaken to your own unique self-expression, you might still work in the machine, you know, but you fucking know what you're doing and you're already planning, you're already building your spaceship, whatever that is, you know. It's it's it, you are a time ticking bomb on that on that cog. Eventually, you're gonna the moment you take off, the whole thing's gonna fall apart because you know 
That is the power of knowledge, right? So this rebirth, it is genetic, and we're going to be talking about geneticism. But uh, again, when you are in episode 256, um, download, click on that link, download your hologenetic profile, because that will give you 11 entry points into the 64 study, because we're going for all 64. You know, this hologenetic profile is a good entry point. But don't give your power away to it because the, the moment you just become, we can only be that which we believe we are. And so if you believe whatever bullshit anybody fucking tells you about anything, any system, the fucking jinkies, the Bible, the, the you know, the human design, astrology, anything. Any fucking guru you made, you go meet Sai Baba and whatever, he's posse. If you believe whatever they tell you, and then that's it, then you're stuck. You must embrace all of it, listen to all of it, go to all the fucking gurus, study all the fucking religions, use all the fucking tools, and then synthesize it and say, well, this is going to work, this doesn't work, and start finding the, the, the machine kind of like the bio-machine little integrational parts that build the spaceship, right? Because that's what we're doing here, building a spaceship of consciousness, a time, space-time ship of consciousness, if you want to call it. This is how we move and how we bring, because it's not really about traveling, it's about folding space-time. This is how we collapse the future into the present. Right with infor with man transforming transmuting information into knowledge into truth trans making becoming that in that information right because all of this is data and so on on that page episode two hundred and fifty six there's a bunch of information <laughs> right data about how to get started with this thing there's, there's charts and there's like links and, and another audio podcast and a video and then there's an index for all we have over 700 almost close to 750 episodes that talk about all this stuff so it's, the index is there so you can find it and um um and if you go click on the bottom black menu there's an about tab and I'll take you to uh, episode one. If you want to learn what we're doing here, what's our goal here? Our goal with this brand is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And that sounds like a big mouthful, but it's really simple. It's just people that are real. People that are real. That is the blueprint. It's not about building societies and any of that shit. It's about helping people listening to the singing of their heart, to the light of creation that flows through them directly from God, from the universe. And that unique self-expression that is broadcasted as a signal, that is the blueprint of the future. If as individuals awaken and broadcast that signal of unique self-expression, they immediately linked with each other like Lego blocks. It's linking from the heart. This turns, this creates a web. And this is the blueprint of the future, the web of the heart. This is the rebirth we're, we're going to be talking about today here. Um, and this is what we're hearing. And so you can listen to episode one there, how to, how we do this and all that stuff. And, um, and on that page, you will see also all our information. Who am I? What's TV? What's 
Planet Homemaking, Pearl Planet, and links to all that stuff. There are two where social media links are there. And all of the places you can listen to the podcast. Because uh, you can listen on Apple Podcasts and Podbean and Spotify. And, uh, you know, if you want to see all of the content of each episode, you go to join.tv. But you can, if you have the app for whatever this app, podcast apps, you can listen to the podcast anywhere. So let's dive into this um, 49th city of rebirth. Here's what, and as always, I just, I'm, I'm just reading the book and I'm giving you my feedback as I read and, and like, you know, what I'm getting and how I see this is Richard Rudd um, stuff, but, um, but I have my own perspective on his. Because the most important thing about this, as, as you know, is to take this stuff and make it yours. Contemplate it. So, Because this doesn't mean anything. These are just words. Philosophy. It's nothing. Nothing is data. It's information. It's philosophy, right? What, what matters is to take this, contemplate it, get your own download, your own manifestation, and then you can have the electromagnetic, vibrational, embodied, visceral truth of the experience of these both physical and metaphysical. And and you know, truth can only be can also be revelation. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you have to go out there and have an experience. You could just have one of those moments you get a download directly and you go like and you're like fuck and you get it. And then after that, obviously, that same electromagnetism is going to uh, magnetize the physical experience of that sooner or later. So it's all intertwined anyway. So the forking of the species, the 49th city represents a huge leap in consciousness because it engenders a state of mystical divorce. And I, I see what he's trying to come up with this, this term here. Um, and I understand it in the larger context, and it does it does make sense. Because basically what's happening here is we're talking about um, coming to a fork in the road where those who are ready to awaken are awakening and those who are not are not. And the funny thing is that all of those spiritual people you know out there that were like, oh, I'm so spiritual. Then they got fucking vaccinated and take the fucking four boosters. They're on their way out. These people are not going to make it unless, and this is a very possible possibility, that because there's so many people awakening, we can develop a, a, um, an antidote. And I am totally up for that. I, I am not like happy seeing all these people going to die because they injected themselves with a fucking bioweapon that they got bamboozling to inject them themselves with, right? Um, but that there's love and there's grace. In, in the world, and they say, well, yeah, but you know what? We still did manage to get the numbers, so enough so that we create a, a fucking awakening, a true awakening. This served as a catalyst, and all of these people that, you know, ended up turning like guinea pigs, they actually woke up afterwards. I have friends that uh, took the vaccine, and then they fucking, they woke up because of that, and now they're like fucking ninja warriors on the front lines, you know? So I am I am I, I am I'm super open and and looking forward to getting to the place that it doesn't really even fucking matter whether you took the vaccine or not. P 
because we're so advanced and so amazing and our awakening process is so fucking epic that we manifest a vaccine, uh, um, uh, what's it called, an antidote for this shit and wipe out all of these fucking nanites and shit that in injected on people so that their veins can be clotted and they could die slowly of cancers and all this fucking shit this motherfuckers put in there. But... um. But then again, there is going to be people that are not going to make it on this cycle. Because remember, we're talking about the Kali Yuga and and the Great Yuga, right? Two hundred, I think it's two hundred thousand. I don't know how many, but there's right now, and I need to fucking know this stuff. Right now, it's it's many cycles are coming to an end. Not just the Kali Yuga, but another two hundred thousand cycles and the two thousand cycles. So there's several cycles that are coming to an end. We're passing the solar system is entering is, is right now it's in the photon belt is in another part of the galaxy because everything is always moving right and we are being upgraded we are literally jumping into another um, reconfiguration of DNA and at a physical level we are you know changing but it's all consciousness and because we have free will we can only um, we can only uh, go where we choose to go. And those who don't choose to go, they will not. And so that's what he talks about with this mystical divorce. It's a matter of people um, making that shift or not. And it isn't what you think it is. It's not somebody saying, oh, I'm spiritual and I'm going there. No, it's truth. You can blah, 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 blow out diarrhea out of your fucking mouth all day. But it doesn't mean that you have become the truth embodied. Because there's tons of spiritual people out there with their fucking rainbow bullshit and he's oozing out of every pore. But they haven't become the truth. And what I mean by become the truth is embodied. It's in every conversation, in every action, in every decision that you take. I'm not saying you have to become a fucking fanatic and be perfect. This isn't about being good. This is about being conscious. You become aware. Oh, I'm fucking up here. And, and it doesn't matter if you keep fucking up or not. The matter is that you become aware. That awareness eventually will take away the fucking up. Because awareness is, this, that's the power of the observer. Awareness is God looking. Now you are looking, God is looking through you. And you have become back back to God. You b b Both one and the same, right? The power of creation flowing through your observation, it, you know, obliterates all limitation. So, but there is no judgment. I'm fucking up, oh, but I'm aware that is what I'm talking about. And then that little by little, that self-love to move to the next layer of your personal reality because you choose to, not because the fucking guru told you to. And I'm not saying that gurus are not bad or not good or bad or whatever, and that what they tell you isn't good for you. What I'm saying is that if you're doing something because you're told to do it, you don't really know why you're doing it. You need to do it because you found out your own why, your own reason. And that reason could be as simple as just makes me feel good. I feel it feels right. 
It could be that simple, and it is that simple. It just it feels right to, you know, stand up now and walk towards the, you know, the window and breathe there. <sighs> that moment-to-moment listening to your natural inner drive will organically let you know about the decisions in your life. Do I want to live here? Do I want to start this business? Do I want to work with this person? Do I want to invest in this thing? I don't want to take that fucking vaccine and I'm not going to take any of this. I'm going to pull my children out of the fucking educational system. All of these decisions are naturally and organic. You're dancing from that intuition, right? It's coming directly because you're at peace with yourself. You're not fighting with yourself. The world might be coming screaming and saying, you're fucking insane. You're going to like do this this way. And you're like, God bless you. You know, fuck off. I'm going to do my, I'm going to listen to, because I know, and you don't. And that is usually what the world does when somebody, you know, the world is saying, you're going to do this like this because, oh, you're going to believe like this because, oh, they want your energy, your attention on that subject. And the moment you pull it out, that thing starts dying because without attention, nothing exists. Nothing can exist without attention. So this mystical divorce, right, is literally the species splitting. And and we've talked about a little bit about this stuff, right? The species, you know, one part of us just going into the fucking artificial intelligence, living in a server. These people will get turned into cyborgs and eventually will lose their bodies and will their consciousness will be trapped in a in a computer. For who, however long it takes. And then at some point, because you can't trap a soul and nothing can trap God. So it's just the mind fucking is so strong that you believe that is real, that you trap yourself. And this has happened throughout history, throughout with religion. You know, the whole fucking invention of the hell. You know, you're going to go to hell when you die if you are a fucking sinner. Sinner, you're a sinner. Right. And then, you know, I mean, what a better way to control the masses, you know, you put, you control them through fear. How are they going to prove that, the, you know, that you when you die because nobody goes there and comes back, you know, now you're fucked. I'm not saying it wasn't useful. I'm saying it's like how many people got stuck in that. And me, myself, you know, most of my life, a whole a lot of my life, terrified of the fucking devil and hell. And then you you artificially try to be good. But you're not really evolving because you need to grow because you choose to, not because you're coerced into growing. And so that's that's an example. What I'm trying to say here is that people who choose the timeline of the artificial intelligence, they're going into into another timeline where they're going to eventually, uh, you know, I don't know, 50,000 years into the future when they fucking, you know, now they are mutants and they have no fucking nothing but they're god you see god is them so god is never that's a whole other adventure and all and that's going to be a revolution right there and then eventually they come back and and they awaken right but fuck that now people like you and me we're saying no thank you we are going now organic natural in and what's it called and um in our in our um in our birth ba- ba- bathing suit, right? Organic. And it's simple. It's easy. It's becoming aware that y- the source of everything that you think you need is within you. 
And when you find and rec- when you recognize that source within you and start sourcing your energy from that source within you, which is the connecting the connection directly to God, you become fulfilled in the now and then you become a giver, broadcasting a, sing- a signal you are a beacon of light because you are fulfilled. And fulfillment doesn't mean that, you know, there's, that's the end of the journey. You know, fulfillment means that now you're listening to yourself. You're listening to your unique strand, angle from which the divine light of creation is flowing into the world, which is specifically for you. And then, and then because of that light, then you become part of this beautiful collective awake- awakening that is this 49 Jinkies. So this mystical divorce, in my opinion, is the people that are going into the matrix and those who are going to do the awakening organically with their DNA. So this shift in perspective from the 49 shadow to the 49 gift is vast, but the dimensional shift from the 49 gift to the 49 city is like moving into hyperspace. And we kind of been inter- intertwining this in the in the gift when we were talking about spiral revolution. He actually um, separates it because he integrates the personality into the gift and I don't. Uh, for me, the gift is is literally love, 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 and and what I mean by love, I mean um, the recognition of God, the recognition of yourself in another, and so there is no personality in that. But then you go to enlightenment, which is the the city, and that's a whole other level because at this point we're not talking about you or or me, we're talking about there's just God. And and there is no there is no individual angle. All angles merge. But in order to get to that, you need to become the individual angle. So um so the very same energy configuration with it within our DNA that allows human beings to kill other life forms, that's what we looked into the in this in this shadow of reaction, right? Um not only other other life, not only animals, but people, right? Actually carries the impetus that will give birth to our total freedom. So the transformation of that division, right? Because he, he calls in human design, it's called the gate of the butcher, right? So you're cutting. Decision, decision is to cut the size, right? Decision, it's a cut, and so you're cutting, every time you make a decision, you're cutting a, a, a timeline. You're cutting a future from, from your timeline. And this is what moves us from reaction to revolution, because now you're simplifying your cuts. You're making better cuts on your meat. <laughs> and reaction, you're just butchering the entire fucking, you know, whatever. On revolution, you're making cuts and saying this and this and this and this. On rebirth, you got the the the... the it's like, uh, what's it called? Bistury? I don't know. Um, um, I don't know how you call this uh, knife that the, the, the doctors use, right? It's a very precise cut that's going to divide you from this matrix timeline. Because you made the decision to stop believing the lies. Because you made the decision to grow. Because you made the decision to be yourself. And so, um, so this is... Um, 
This is the deep chem chemical connection between the 55th city and the 49th city. Together, they create the rebirth of freedom or the freedom of rebirth. This is the coat on ring of the, of the whirlwind, right? We're talking about here. The awakening of the individual and the awakening of the collective, which is Christ consciousness. These two jinkies are bonded together in the coat on uh, group uh, known as the ring of the whirlwind. It is the 49th city that rebuilds our world. After the 49 gift disassembles it. And he's talking about, you know, and it, and he's right on that one. The revolution of the 49 jinky is breaking all everything apart right now. And it is happening right now. People are waking the fuck up after this tremendous abuse that we went through with this and uh, attempt at the worldwide coup d'etat with the fucking vaccine bullshit and the, and the lockdowns and this World Health Organization and, and the governments imposing draconian laws and all of this bullshit we went through. People are waking up and saying, fuck that. It's not going to happen. Not on my watch. And this is the revolution. We're going to bring the whole fucking thing down. We're going to burn it down. It's already burning down. We're realizing that the fucking president is a criminal with a son that's doing cocaine in the White House. And the fucking FBI is saying, we don't know, is it? We don't know. The fucking FBI. Right? We don't know. We don't know it is. Right? But on the, at the same time, they're fucking raiding, uh, you know, Trump for wh whatever once, indicting it for like, oh, he's doing this and this and this. And at that point, you realize it's literally fascism. It's literally criminals that have taken up the positions of power, political power, that are trying to destroy their political opponents. In this case, you know, a man that actually, you know, it's, it's actually fitted to be a fucking president because he actually knows how to run a business. Not a fucking criminal that's a puppet, which its purpose is not to, 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 to run the country and make the people prosperous, but to the contrary, to um, destroy it. And not just the country, the entire world. And these are the head trips of these fucking cockroaches that, you know, it's literally the old adage, and it's like, I'm going to conquer the entire world. <laughs> and you can just imagine these little moppets, you know, in, in, in these in dungeons, you know, where they're like, you know, murdering children, right? And it's like, we're going to enslave the entire world. <laughs> It's like get a fucking life, you know? It's like that's their life. That is their life. And in the eyes of God, they are part of God too, believe it or not. Because, you know, every story has to have a great villain. These are, these are literally great villains. They're pieces of shit, but they are great, great villains. And they are the manifestations of all our own consciousness. When we as individuals become conscious, we are severing the, 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 the feed of these cockroaches that have taken over the mainstream. We're cutting off this, the supply of food because they feed off energy. They feed off attention. They feed off our belief on their lies. When we awaken to our own self-deception, de our own personal, how do we lie to ourselves in our shadows, right? With the work we do all the time. We're pulling the plug because now we're aware we are awakened and then we stop buying the bullshit from everybody. People come with bullshit and say, ah, bah, 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 I'm this, I'm that. No, you're not. I can fucking see you through three miles. And I love you, but I'm not going to play that fucking game. Now, fuck off. 
they're going to go, 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 go. What happened here? I did not play your game. Because it was a fucking game. Even though you believe that, oh, I'm so enlightened. I'm getting enlightened. And then how you behave is like an asshole. You know? it's it's it, Words don't matter. Actions. It's all about actions. How do you behave? What do you give? What do you bring to the table? That's all that matters. So, um... So yeah, this revolution is disassembling the world and it's fantastic. So to understand how this works, one has to see the limitation of the gift state of consciousness. At the gift level, the 49 gift of revolution is still prone to going around in circles. He's not talking about the spiral revolution we were talking about with this gift. He's talking about literal revolution, which is a cycle, right? And we talked about all of that in this uh, uh, the gift of of Jinky forty nine part one and part two. Um, so once we have you know evolved and and transmuted the vibration of fear, our world becomes a completely different thing, and it will improve so greatly and so rapidly that it will make time itself blurry. And that is what it's all about, because time is the manifestation of the waiting for the for the for the manifestation you are here and your manifestation is there but when you already have love and joy because ultimately we want things or relationships or experiences or success because that's what's going to give us joy but if we already have joy if we already have love in our hearts then yes we we still continue to create and work on on all of these things because it brings us joy, but we are not attached to the to the end result, the high at the end of the you know the cherry and the cake. That is not our goal. Our goal is not success. Our goal is to be, and we are being because we are fulfilled now. And then you are going to have success because you don't fucking need it anymore. And because need is lack, and now there's no lack in the equation, you're going to have all the success ever. This is how the success of the future happens, because we don't fucking need it anymore. So, um, but this is when time becomes dizzy, becomes fuzzy. Time exists because we are unfulfilled. When every single time that you feel joyful, when you are like having a great time, time flies. And then we get used to not having that, which is really sad. If we were to live all our lives in that state of total presence, total enjoying, and choosing to find the joy in every experience, and, and, and it, it is not that big deal. That is how a, a life well lived. That is a life well lived. Then there is no time. Time is gone. So... um. So these further secrets exist within our, our DNA, right? And this is the expression of this mystical re divorce, right? Revolutions by the nature of their name keep coming around. Again, what he was talking about. Uh, but this is, we're, we're going through a shift in consciousness and we're going to experience a new, totally new cycle and a new pattern of behavior. It's exactly what I'm talking about. The genetic filtering process continues for many generations. And this is ultimately what um, I think that ultimately I don't think it's going to take generations for this genetic filtering. I think it's right now. This is it. This is the moment like it already began. 
the moment this is where we split right now in the next 10 years uh we're gonna get to see the people and and you know and here's the beautiful part i personally i don't i don't even necessarily agree with with richard as much as what he's saying i personally see that this is just my own prediction you know that there are people that are going to go into the matrix and but in the next 10 years there's going to be so much people that are not that those few people that got into the matrix they're going to get out of there because <laughs> say well this shit didn't really work you know and those people are having more fun so it's not even going to work out kind of like my my observation is that our success is going to be so epic in every in every way and then we we can manifest this antidote for this bioweapon, right? That they're trying to inject us all. And I see it so clearly because because we're talking about God here. You cannot you cannot put God in a box. And so I I think that in the next ten years we're gonna have a lot of people going into the matrix. I mean, it's not that, but I literally mean like cyborg reality, AI shit. You know, like in you know implanting the fucking chip in their brain so that they can live in the internet inside the next ten years, and then and then there's gonna be so so few people that do that. And so many more people that are going to say, fuck that. And they're going to completely, because of that catalyzer, they're going to go like, fuck, that is happening. Fuck that. Because of that. So the catalyzer is very important. That's what I'm saying. The villains are very important. Because of that catalyzer, they're going to say, fuck that. And they're going to do a such a 90 degree turn and say the other way. We want mountains. We want oceans. We want God. We want the wind. We want our children to run out in the fields and not be sitting in a fucking cubicle being told who to be and to sit down. We want awesome. And so it's going to be such a, such a, like a, a completely 90 degree turn around that the people that went into the Matrix after a while, they're going to say, fuck, you know, those people are having fun and we're stuck here in, in, with our BR in a basement. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go out there. And eventually they can take out that chip of their brain and whatever other bullshit they got in. That's like, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. That's my prediction because I'm, I'm incredibly optimistic. <laughs> right. So. um, So for the new mutation to take hold of humanity, an immensely complex process has to take place in genetics. Certain genes appear to have an unmistakable effect on our behavior or phenotype, whereas others do not. So genes, such genes are known as penetrant genes. The penetrance of the mutation in the codon relating to the 49th and 55th cities, the world of the whirlwind, <coughs> will be profound and human behavioral patterns uh, will shift dramatically. So uh, the means by which a mutation spreads throughout the entire gene pool of a single species is also limited by many factors, and among them, the presence of recessive genes, genes with, which effectively slow down the speed of mutation. So he's getting now into the specifics of how this thing happens, right? You got, uh, you got your penetrant genes, what's going to happen, and you got your recessive genes. So he's trying to kind of like scientize the whole process, you know. 
And like I say, this is the way I see it. I see timelines happening next to each other. Because of the penetrant genes, there's a timeline here. Because of the recessive genes, there's another timeline here. But then there's an infinite amount of timelines in between that. This isn't a matter of what's going to happen. This is a matter of where you are going to put yourself because you have the power of attention. In which timeline do you put yourself? We are not victims of the world. We are choosing where to position ourselves among the infinite possibilities. And this is high power right there because we can focus our attention. And so, um, so um, yeah, so, so the recessive genes are genes which effectively slow down the spread of a mutation. This suggests that it is highly unlikely such a mutation will overtake the whole human species. The most likely occurrence is that it will split our current species and to draw an analogy, it might be helpful to imagine the world when it was populated by two very different branches of hominid, the Neanderthal and the Cro-Magnon. The Cro-Magnon man forms the earliest known branch of Homo sapiens, whereas Neanderthal is from a far older branch of the species. And the older the species, the Neanderthal became extinct, you know, and this is the kind of stuff that when we're starting to talk about multidimensional reality, yeah, he's gone. But where is Bigfoot? Right. And when we're talking about that and how it is, how can you shift parallel universes? How can you open dimensional portals? How can you start seeing creatures from all their future and past when you start really collapsing time when you invert the equation because we are living in three dimensions of space and one dimension of time you invert that you, you live in the present now when you're present because the present is the the present is the the, the the gateway to heaven because when you become present there is one dimension of space and three dimensions of time past, present, and future. So you're here, time, space becomes irrelevant because it's all consciousness. We're traveling in consciousness, remember. And because of that awareness, because now you've awakened, now you're able to perceive all time collapse. Are we watching Bigfoot now? Or is it the Neanderthal that, that is existing, you know, whenever 400,000 years ago, whenever he, the Neanderthal existed? And then we're walking through the field and it's right there. Is it happening now or we're time traveling? At that point, time traveling in consciousness, because your consciousness is so powerful that can't see past, you know, can travel into the past or the future. Whenever you shift that timeline. And and I'm not I'm not I'm not just throwing this out there just to, you know, make it confusing, but I'm saying all of these things are are places where we position our attention. The last thing we want is to say, this is the reality, and fuck everything else. Everything is true, everything is real, everything is existing simultaneously. The entire of the Akash is the record of all that is in the past, in the present, in all dimensions, in the future, all the possible futures, and all the specific vibrations of every single angle from every single entity, from every single point in the entire multiverse. We're talking about a vastness. 
an incredible vastness. When we talk about free your mind, Neil, what does it fucking mean to free your mind? To step away from this constrict, con constriction, limitation of you live in a box. This is real and this is not. All of it is real. What matters is where do you put your attention? You can choose to put your attention. And then you put your attention and you're not trying to convince anybody about it. You are already on your journey. You're riding that wave. And you're having a blast. You're not out there convincing everybody, oh, the fucking Bigfoot is real. Who gives a fuck whether they like it or not? Whether they believe it or not? You're looking at it. Now, maybe the journey for you would be, look at, is it, am I looking at it now? Or am I looking at him, you know, 400,000 years into the past? Is this the evolution of a parallel species on another dimension that is vibrating at a different frequency? All of this stuff is incredibly beautiful. So, um, so the 49th city conceals an archetype that appears to be a part of all human evolution, that of rebirth. Once, every once in a while along the evolutionary chain, a new species is born out of the old species. In paleontology, this is known as the Eve theory or single origin hypothesis. And this is the kind of shit that I, I, I honestly believe is bullshit. What I think it is, is that at some point, um, civilizations from other planets or other dimensions, they came here and altered the DNA of the um, of the Cro-Magnon. They didn't touch the Neanderthal. And then in a moment, you, you can see the moment when that genetic shift happened. It was so vast that it, 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 if it would have happened um, organically and a natural uh, speed of evolution, it would have taken millions of years. But because it was such a jump, somebody put the fucking genetic um, you know, knife into that and created another species. And this is what is written right here on the, what we call the Anunnaki coming here 250,000 years ago to create this uh, species of workers to, you know, mine the gold because they needed to take the gold to their, you know, they have another head trip with their fucking putting gold in the space and in, in, in the atmosphere of their planet. Anyway, but they live for a very long time, these people. And um, and we're not completely sure they're literally from this dimension. They might be um, vibrating at a higher octave of reality. But you got all this and you're looking at what happened with the Library of Alexandria. Where, what are we going to find out when they finally liberate all the library from underneath the Vatican? Everything that's there. What is hidden in the libraries in the mountains of the Himalayas? Uh, they they had to put it in the inside of the mountains because the Chinese invaded Tibet because they wanted that stuff and nobody has found it. The Tibetan monks know where they are. All of this information is out there and it's going to come the point. And this is when this revolution reaches peak, right? And we have a rebirth when we remember all of our history. What has really happened? We haven't just been here for 10,000 years there's been civilization after civilization after civilization many times. The last one being Atlantis. And now this one. Right? 
And, and, and when we bring all of that information back, then that is that really that the dam is breaking and then everybody's going to have access directly to the Akash. Because you dive directly into the Akash, you're going to have your own information. So despite its origins, the new species like the mythical phoenix has nothing in common with its parent. It rises up out of the genetic material of the old and takes a whole new direction. This is the core of the 49th city, and it is, and it is the meaning of the term mystical divorce. Revolutions keep going round at a certain point level of frequency, but evolution is a spiral requiring sudden lips. At such times, revolution gives way to rebirth. So he's basically talking what we were talking about in the gift of spiral revolution. That's what rebirth means to um, uh, Richard. It's a, it's a jump of an octave, but I don't see it as, an, as a haphazard, sporadic thing, this rebirth. He's talking in terms of genetics. I'm talking about a continuity of life, constant, consistent. It, when you understand the nature of a spiral revolution, which is coming back to the beginning of the cycle, but instead of starting that cycle again, you jumped a higher octave in frequency. In sound, in light, in consciousness. Now you're going back to that beginning, but you're going upwards. And that's an upward spiral evolution. Now you're having a completely different experience. It's similar because it's kind of echoes of, of this poem of life that keep coming back. These echoes, the same thing, but they're becoming grander and more purified. And, and, and this is how we are literally building the Homo Sanctus. This is this, the jump in evolution. And this is the interesting part, because at this point, I don't think that we we are. I mean, maybe we have, you know, because we had all these, um, you know, abductions in the 80s and 90s of people. So obviously, they were doing genetic experiments with um, women and having their babies. And it was crazy stuff. But um, but I don't see it as a physical thing. I see it as a consequence of a metaphysical change in consciousness of the people as the people awaken in as individuals, then they manifest the collective awakening and that automatically because it's a hierarchy coming from consciousness, thought, light, sound, matter, right? You change consciousness and that is the blueprint affects all of that below until it reaches the physical DNA and then it changes the body. This is organic evolution and this is what's going to happen. I think it's probably going to take a few hundred years for this to fully happen, but it is happening. The beginning, the change, the what's it called, the mystical divorce, right, is happening right now from here to uh, 2030 or something like that. So we've reached the end of the episode today. We're going to continue with part two of the G the city of rebirth tomorrow. Um, but um, if if you're new to the podcast, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And at the bottom, we have a menu, a, a menu of five links. One of them says Pioneers. Click on that one and that will take you to the category on our website, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are interviews with beautiful people from all over the world and all you know, walks of life that they have gone through the dark night of the soul and they have found the answer, the exit, the, their own internal self-love. And now they've come out the other side 
and they are giving that gift they found in the darkness. And they'll tell us the story, which is incredibly powerful. When you hear this, you hear truth because these people have lived it. These are stories. And that's why we love stories, because particularly stories that have been lived, they are very powerful. Now you're seeing people that have put in practice all of this stuff. Because this jinkies thing we're doing here is the same as any other practice out there. It's just what we're choosing here because I, I found it fantastic to have all these 64 angles to look at the same thing and enter into this present. So that's what we want to become present so we don't have attention in the unconscious having leaks of energy into the past. And we, come, we can become present. And that's how we activate this bio-machine, right? So all of that is there. Those um, there are those podcast episodes are on audio, audio and also on video. And if you click on the support button at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv, you'll see all of the ways that you can, if you need support, one-on-one -on -one support we have. Uh, you can you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one appointment if you want to go over your hologenetic profile and see how it works or have you know questions because all of the information is of the is on the website. You have we have seven, almost seven hundred fifty. The episodes that talk about this stuff but if you have a specific questions and you want feedback on that and coaching on that because that's the only thing we can do here guidance coaching i cannot tell you the truth no one can and we have a specific coaching for our uh, coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of the soul you do not have to be there for stuck for 20 years i was there stuck for 20 years the reason you're stuck is because we're so fucking stubborn and we don't want to let go of our pain and suffering and be happy and be full of joy and give that light. There is a very specific change of a habit and we do it by balancing the male and female polarities within ourselves. We have a very specific coaching program to help people move through their dark night of the soul in the time that it takes to change a habit, about 90 days. So you click on that one, it's right there on the support uh, page of Jorn.tv. And we have another coaching program. It's called um, Life Design. And that is to bring every aspect of your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose, with the singing of your heart, with the inner drive that arises when you start listening to your unique self-expression and expressing yourself. And that is the reason why sometimes when we are, you know, awakening or going through whatever thing in our lives... Um, we um, think certain aspects of our life don't work. And you say, well, why isn't it working? This? Why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? Why do I, am I doing this or that? And it is because it's not in alignment. And now you're struggling. Now you're working hard. Now you're fighting. And now, why, 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 why? Because there is not that alignment. I'm not saying that your life is not going to have challenges. What I'm saying is that you're going to be able to face your challenges in your life with joy in your heart. And they're going to become uh, puzzle solving. They're going to become a game. They're going to be fun instead of a fucking drag that you got to wake up and just, oh, I got to go to work and drag it to make this business succeed that is just going downhill, whatever it is, or your relationships or your family. It's a drag to hang out with the kids because they hate me. Why? Because you're not there. Right? All of these things. And, and it's all in the hologenetic profile. It's all in the jinkies. And we work through all of that stuff right there. So all of that, it's in there. Also, all social media. You can find us on, on Telegram. We have a chat room there. 
We have Twitter, a Truth Social, a Clubhouse, and a Rumble. And the Rumble, you can find the videos there. And uh, pretty soon, I think tomorrow, I'm going to post a link somewhere. I'm gonna, probably today or tomorrow, I'm going to post a link on a, on an interview that the Starfire Codes did with me. And uh, I think it's pretty pretty good. Um, so I'm going to put it there in the social media and then I'll let you know today, tomorrow, how it goes. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.